your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. The misfit line gives Pete DeBoer his 500th career win and shots fired by Robin Leonard. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. You can follow us at Lockdown VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. You can hear me every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, which is also heard on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available on all platforms. The misfit line was buzzing early and often against a very weary San Jose Sharks team on Tuesday night. Multi-point games across the board for Smith, Marcheseau, and Carlson. Riley Smith with a couple of goals. Marcheseau actually earned his second star on Tuesday, joke inserted, with a couple of assists. And Carlson had two assists, and he also shot a couple of pucks wide of the net, of course. The Misfit line manhandled the San Jose team, which looked gassed, playing its sixth game in 10 days. Keegan Colasar and the fourth line also coming through again. Colasar seems now to own San Jose these days, having scored a goal in each of the last two meetings. Then it was the continuous pressure of the VGK, especially that second line, and they dominated the game in the first period alone. The Golden Knights had, what, a 6-1 to one odd man rush advantage over the Sharks? Yeah, they owned this game last night, essentially, and Smith scored off of the primary Carlson assist twice. One time was a nifty pass from the blue line, and the turning point in the game, I believe, was the lower body injury to the Sharks' James Reimer. He was on point when he was in. I mean, he was just saving everything and playing really well. Reimer kept the Sharks in the game. He was replaced by Zach Sochenko in the second period. And if not for Reimer, this could have gotten ugly early. It was an assault by the Golden Knights, who played their version of a half-court offense, weave and all. And they possessed the puck for quite some time. They basically played keep away from the Sharks. Uh, Reimer kept the Sharks in the game, though, make no mistake. And it might have been a fun game if he would have been able to continue to play. But it was a lower body injury between the first and second periods he was pulled from the game. It might have been different should he have been able to stay in the contest. The Knights' pressure, it was just too much last night. It was a night in which the VGK, they pushed the puck into the offensive zone. It was the 11th consecutive win for the Golden Knights in this series. The final was 3-1. to one. Smith had four shots on goal. Marcheseau, three. Carlson, one shot on goal officially because, again, he missed the net. High, wide. And he is still stuck on seven goals this season. Pete DeBoer distributed minutes across the board in last night's game. Jack Eichel and Chandler Stevenson each playing 19 minutes plus and 21 shifts together. And that led VGK. The Golden Knights didn't have to do so much on the defensive end. Robin Leonard playing in his first game in about three weeks. He only faced 17 shots in the game and he had a lot of easy saves. We'll talk more about Leonard coming up later on. But Riley Smith said at intermission between the first and second periods that the offense helped take pressure off the defense with its puck possession in the offensive zone. It was really well played by the Golden Knights. 
They just really held on to the puck for long periods of time, especially in the first period when the offense played keep away from San Jose. The Golden Knights offense saved the VGK defense, and in turn, they helped out Robin Leonard as well. But can they do this against top teams as the hot Bruins roll into town on Thursday? I just have to wonder if the Golden Knights can use the same strategy. Perhaps not. I don't think they can possess the puck for that long. Cycling in the offensive zone, Smith said the past couple of games that the defensemen have been entering the O-zone, and that has created more space and more chances. Yes, but against these tight checking teams, will that work? And will the Golden Knights get stung when their defensemen start to pinch? By the way, the Golden Knights defensemen have really cooled off. They have just one goal over the past nine games. Remember, they were scoring in bunches earlier this season. The Golden Knights, if their defensemen can score goals, it's going to give opponents something else to think about. And right now, they're just not scoring goals, and nor are they getting a lot of shots. In addition to the misfits, the top line also had some good looks last night. Well, two-thirds of it. Jack Eichel had four shots on goal. Chandler Stevenson had three. He also had an open look that sailed over the net. I'm still concerned about Evgeny Dodonov, his role with this team. He had the one shot on goal last night, but he really does seem to be lost at times on the ice. Dodonov now scoreless in his last 13 games, and Pete DeBoer has to fix that top line or McCrimmon come deadline time. They are going to have to find someone on that wing that can score and score now. Eichel played pretty well once again, especially handling the puck. He gave the Golden Knights a lot of time in the offensive zone. He looks like he's going half speed, Eichel right now, but apparently no one can catch up to him. It's just incredible the way that he handles the puck and then his speed and acceleration. You could tell that he's showing signs of what's to come for the Golden Knights. As for Riley Smith, he now has 16 goals to go along with 20 assists in 52 games played this season. Smith has five goals over the last nine games, and he lit a fire under the Golden Knights last night and that second line. Smith saying afterwards that the Golden Knights didn't create as much offense as they would have liked to on Tuesday night. He said that the Golden Knights could have had six or seven goals in Tuesday's game. Are they still tentative at times? That's my question. Uh, Do they still tend to overpass a lot? Smith said that players have to start shooting just as soon as they receive the puck when they are wide open. More pucks on net that makes so much sense. And I can't get too crazy after the Golden Knights beat up on the Sharks again. Any enthusiasm should be tempered, at least for now, especially in that first period. VGK with the assault, but they had just one goal on Reimer and the Sharks. And Smith said that when the Golden Knights have the puck possession time and the defense moving in and out, that it opens up, creates a lot of space for the offense. Can this continue not only against the Bruins on Thursday, but on this lengthy five-game road trip coming up ahead. But nice job by the Misfits last night. The second line, each player had a multi-point game, and they are hoping that this momentum carries into the next game. Coming up next, Peter DeBoer with his 500th career win, and he does it against his former team. Later on, Robin Leonard taking jabs at Frank Saravelli. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I am sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Hey, have you tried the puffs? If you haven't yet, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. 
puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They are marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro. Coconut marshmallow banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. And all built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included 100% real chocolate. Most built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Tony Cardasco. Congratulations going out to Pete DeBoer on career victory number 500. For DeBoer, he said last night he doesn't remember so much the games that he's won, but the times and the players that he coached. You don't remember the wins and losses, he said. You remember the people, the coaches, the trainers, doctors, and the world-class players along the way. DeBoer said that he feels fortunate to play in the best league in the world. He has been downplaying this milestone of reaching 500 wins over the past couple of weeks. I feel that it sunk in for DeBoer last night. And DeBoer said that in order to be around the league for more than a decade, you have to win some games. You can't win games without players giving you an opportunity to work. Jonathan Marcheseau added 14 years as a head coach. He worked hard. Teams believe in his system. It's been a good road for him, and we just want to keep it going. DeBoer said appropriately it was nice to win his 500th game against the Sharks, not because it's the VGK rival or the team that he was fired from, but because there was a group of current players that were part of the Sharks, a big part of his 500 wins. DeBoer said the past two seasons he's had some difficult times with the Golden Knights, said that he talked to Paul Maurice, his good friend, who he felt lost his passion for the game. The pandemic really tested coaches and players a lot, and DeBoer said it's just been a tough time all around. And it's hard to believe that a year ago yesterday, I was just thinking about this, fans were just allowed back into the T-Mobile arena. Limited capacity to watch games, but just hard to believe that it was just one year ago when fans were allowed to go back into the T-Mobile arena. At the midway point of the season, I really felt that Peter DeBoer was the top Coach of the Year candidate. He has been able to keep this team afloat despite all of the injuries and different lines that he's been playing every night. He has a consistent rotation now, even with Stone and Pacioretty and others out. You can tell he's trying to not make changes despite some of the weak links in the lineup. Dodonoff, for instance, he has not been able to score. Also, that third line continues to struggle a bit, but Pete DeBoer now feels that he has to have consistent lines each and every night. As for last night's game, the Golden Knights head coach said that he was pleased with the VGK approach to the game against the Sharks. He said that he will always remember his 500th win as a Pete DeBoer type of a game. He called it a Pete DeBoer-type game. He said his team didn't give up a lot of shots to the Sharks. They smothered San Jose. Yeah, on defense, they held the Sharks to just 17 shots. And a lot of those shots, you know, came late in the game. 
the offensive zone puck possession, I just don't know if that continues against better teams myself. They will have to prove me wrong at this point. And DeBoer said that the team looked dangerous. Yeah, they did. They had a lot of opportunities, but again, they need to cash in. And if you go back to what Marchessault said, he said, and Smith said, they thought that they should have scored a lot more goals, six or seven at the very least. Even DeBoer himself said that the Golden Knights should have had at least two or three in the first period alone. And if not for James Reimer, the Golden Knights could have had more goals in that first period, you have to believe. DeBoer said right now it's on to the next game. He said we're in a dogfight in the Pacific Division, and he said that his 500th win is now in the rearview mirror. Coming up next, Robin Leonard returns. He's a tad salty in the post-game press conference. We'll talk more about that on Locked On Golden Knights. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Goalie Robin Leonard said after last night's game that it was really nice to get back on the ice. Let's face it, he faced only 17 shots. Many were in traffic. Few rebounds got away, and the Golden Knights cleared the puck very well. It was a really good way for Leonard to ease his way back into the lineup. Most of the game, Leonard just sat back and he watched his team as they possessed the puck on the other end of the ice. Leonard said that he felt pretty good, but he still needs some work on some of the little things. His last action was back in February. He said that the team made it fairly easy and that he came up with a couple of difficult saves the only goal that he gave up was on the cheap run. It was uh, Benino who fanned on the shot, and then Noah Gregor just picked up the loose change, and he beat Leonard. That game was tied at 1-1 to when that happened, but then the, the Sharks could do no more damage, and they also had that 7-minute-plus drought without a shot on goal in the game. 17 shots total for the evening on net for San Jose. The Golden Knights, they are now hoping that this win gets them going in the right direction, even though it was against a team that they have dominated with the 11 straight win versus the Sharks last night. And for Leonard, it was his 20th win of the season. He added it was hard to play a game like last night's contest because the team had a lot of chances on the offensive end, and he felt that they could have scored more goals as well. He said that they could have ran away with the game. And uh, Leonard also said that the Golden Knights had the puck for so long on the offensive end that it was hard to get a rhythm going because there was a lot of time between shots at him. Now for some shots fired by Leonard himself. There were a couple of national reports that we've seen, including the one from Frank Saravelli of the Daily Faceoff, which said that Leonard reportedly had the torn labrum injury and that he could have been out for a while. And when asked last night about how he's recovering from the injury, Leonard barked back, that's a better question for Frank Saravelli, my doctor. He called Saravelli his doctor. He said what Dr. Saravelli said was not true. Darren Pang also reported the same injury this past weekend. Leonard did not want to discuss what the injury was or still is, but he said obviously he hasn't had a surgery. Leonard's career best, 25 wins with the Islanders, and he has won three out of the last four, Tampa, Buffalo, and San Jose with the Golden Knights, and now he has 20 wins. He hasn't allowed more than two goals in a game and four out of his last five appearances, the only game that he caved in. That was against Calgary on February the 9th. Leonard had a 23-win season with Buffalo in 2016, but he also had 26 losses. 
His best season with the Golden Knights was 13 wins a year ago, but he played in just 19 games in the shortened season. Leonard has started 35 games this year, and let's see how he holds up during this upcoming stretch. That's of a major concern to me. He'll probably start against the Bruins on Thursday. Then I would have to go with Laurent Brossois in Anaheim in the back-to-back game on Friday. The Golden Knights are then back at home on Sunday against the Senators. Then the long road trip, five games on tap. That all begins next Tuesday, and it's five games over seven days. So let's see how Robin Leonard holds up during that stretch. Robin Leonard said that he played with Jack Eichel back in Buffalo. He said that it was really nice to have him back on the ice and to play together once again. Said it's a lot of fun to see Eichel healthy, and he said that it was fun to play with Eichel on his team. So it was a reunion of sorts on the ice last night for Jack Eichel and Robin Leonard. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we're going to be previewing the VGK versus the Bruins game coming up on Thursday night with Locked On Bruins. You don't want to miss that. And thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in today. We'll see you once again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.